Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton from the Chris and Sandy Show, and where we get up close and personal with some amazing artists. And today we've got one of those amazing artists. In fact, my wife found her, and she was so excited to be a part of this because um, um, I'm usually the one finding a lot of artists, and Sandy found this one, so she's really excited about what's going to happen here. But anyway, yes. her name is Francelle, and boy, I tell you what, when you look at her Facebook page. She has more interaction on her page than I've ever seen for the fans that she has. So they're aggressive. Uh, they're <laughs> frenetic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, Frenzel, are you here? I am here. you got some aggressive fans. I guess so. Or some enthusiastic fans. Yeah. Well, that's that's all a good, good thing. But, again, <laughs> that's a good thing. But, yeah, I mean – I've no, I mean, again, I, we we look at a lot of different fan pages, and most people, most artists who have way more fans than you do, have less interaction than you do. Yeah, it's 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 been actually crazy. It's just in the last like six months, I feel it's it's been building like out of control, and I'm you know I'm super excited about it. So that's why I'm like I need to keep being super consistent, you know, because it's it's working. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is, consistency. So as we get started yeah. here, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, hobbies you like to do outside of music. Let's do a little small talk right here. Um, I mean, singing is and music is literally what I do 24-7. Um, oh, I, mean, wow. <laughs> I do like to stay healthy. I like to be fit. So I, I work mm. out and I love to cook because I really enjoy food. I really enjoy good food, like high-quality food. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you can't you can't afford you should combine the two. quality foods all the time. So. You should you combine what? the two. You should you should combine the two. You should do videos of you cooking while you're singing. Yeah, possibly. That could <laughs> that could work. I mean, <laughs> it it could it could because I know um a married couple that they do marriage teachings, and they do it while they're cooking. Oh wow. So that's, that's what made me think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love to cook. I, I really love good food, so I do it all the time. And um, I guess, I, I mean, I love hiking. I love the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love spending time with family. I just came back from a, a vacation in Jamaica, and I got to spend time with my entire family, and it was the best thing ever because they live all the way in Canada so Uh I don't get to see them that often so when I get to spend like you know such high quality time with them it's really it's really refreshing it gives me a boost to you know get going (laughs) again it's good because family is definitely important yes yes family is most important I love my family so at what age did you know this is what you wanted to do I mean, I've been singing since I'm, like, four years old. My parents have videos oh, wow. of me, like, just singing to, like, in, I'm singing in French to a bunch of English people. It's actually really funny. <laughs> They're just, like, looking at this little girl. It's, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, I've been singing since I'm, since I'm a little girl. Um, I guess it was, like, grade 11 in high school that I knew, like, this is what I'm going to study. You know, like, I, mm-hmm. I I knew it was always a passion of mine, but I didn't know, like, how I would pursue it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when I was grade 11, that's when I found out, oh, I can actually study, like, musical theater. So that's what I, that's what I did. Oh, wow. I moved to Toronto and, and studied musical theater, singing, dancing, and acting. So. so you're trying to definitely build your base here so that you can take it to the next level. Yeah. How has social media been a game changer for you? Because as we talked earlier, the, the fans are just fanatic about you, which is great, which is all really awesome. But when you look at the through the years, social media has been a game changer for artists. How is it? Where, where do you see social media in this day and time? Well, I think it it gives you much more of an opportunity as an independent artist. You know, you know, if you're not signed to a label or don't have like a big management deal or big you know publicist or something, it gives you if you're consistent and you work hard, 
you don't necessarily have to have like the big major bucks to just put your name mm-hmm. out there. You know, I'm not yeah. going to say it's easy. Cause I mean, I've been putting videos out there for a long time, like years and they never got yeah. as much activity as I'm getting today. So like, uh, for sure, Country Rebel definitely helped me out like big time mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, a huge uh, wow. country music network and they've been sharing all of my stuff. So that's been really the game changer for me. They've been a big help. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess after, after you, you just got to work hard and never, re- never give up. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's never too late. You just, and yeah. that's kind of what I built my life around. My parents always told me if, if you do something you love, You'll never work mm-hmm. a day in your life, you know. So that's kind of how Amen. I feel. I just, you know, I would rather, I would, ra- I'm, I'm always looking like for what I can do to, you know, get further in the career, or, like mm-hmm. make things grow. So or plant new seeds, you know. So. Yeah, that, that's like for us with the whole Christmas Andy show. It's all started really six years ago with me wanting to write songs with Sandy, and then it led to New Country Buzz being launched in 2014. And in 2015, oh, cool. we in, we end up shutting it down for personal reasons. But before we shut it down, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini. Oh wow! Yeah, that's amazing. In, in fact, yesterday. Yes, five was, years what's ago. What's cool about it? <laughs> what's cool about it is yesterday was the five-year anniversary of oh, us interviewing her. Yeah, yesterday. And I I posted about wow. that because because I always ask where you want to be in five years, which I'll ask you that later. Um, but she made the comment that she wants to tour and be touring in arenas and stuff like that. And everything that she said is almost on T to where she is right now. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I actually <laughs> saw Kelsey Ballerini in concert um, back in July this oh, wow. year. And yeah, she oh, was awesome. incredible. She was ah, so talented. I was, I was yep. blown away. She's really, really, really good. But as you know, when music's in your blood, you can't, give it up so it was like 18 i guess 15 months ago end of around october of 2018 i told sandy i said you know i think we need to relaunch new country buzz and finish what we started and she's on board let's say let's do this and here it is 15 months later we're finally starting to get some traction like you said it's been a lot of work no money coming in so we're yeah we're like a lot of time we're we're like a lot of (laughs) we're like a lot of the artists we're we're struggling just like y'all to figure out okay, where's course. this dollar gonna come in, this dollar gonna come so we we get it. We we get it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We do side gigs to to keep going now, deliveries and different things, just whatever it For takes. For sure. Yeah. But it's a passion. This we love doing we mm-hmm. love doing this. And it's like um oh, yeah. and so and I know that that's how it is with with the artist. It's something that it's so deep inside. Like I remember um, years ago, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Still Girls, and see if you think what do you think about this. I always, I love the quote this because she said, when she, what advice she would give an artist would be, if you can do, if your heart will allow you to do anything else, then go do that and keep this a hobby, because it does so much damage to your body. And and she was full time with this now, so she was like, because this is going to sound funny coming from me that I'm we're doing this full time. She goes, but there are days I just don't feel like doing it. But I have to get on that stage and smile like I am the happiest person ever. Of and course. um, of <laughs> you know. But she said, if your heart won't allow you to do anything else, then go all in. Yeah, that that's how I see it. I mean, I'm I've been all in for a long time, and mm-hmm. I, I've been super lucky because I've had a very supportive family in that way. Like they awesome. they've believed in me from the the beginning, so it's been a really good support system. And you know, whenever I feel like, oh my gosh, like I can't do this, like you know, everything's going wrong. It seems I'm losing gigs. I'm losing this. You know, if <laughs> oh, wow. it feels like I'm not getting mm-hmm. anywhere, then you know, I call Mama, and you know, <laughs> Mama's like, no, it's okay. You know, it's just just a bump in the road. You got to keep going yep. and things are going to look up. That's you know? right. Yeah. You just so need that, that this, pep talk every now and then. Hey man, we all, I think we all need that. Cause there are times we where, all do. Yeah. <laughs> there are times I tell Sandy, I just don't know if I can go on with this whole idea of this music media company. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she's like, no, we, we can, we can do it. Don't worry. It's, you know, it's, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, like we've come too far. We, we've got to keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like that song Free and Easy by Dirks, where 
talk, where it talks about um, I can make a million or wind up broke, free and easy down the road I go. That's us. Yeah. We don't know which way yeah. we'll go, mm-hmm. but we're pursuing the passion with everything we got. Yeah. So who are some of your musical influences? Uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, I have – there's so many. Um, I'm absolutely in love and obsessed with Jolly. Um, I love uh, Miranda Lambert. I love Sugarland. Uh, I love Patsy Cline. I love uh, Loretta <laughs> Lynn. Uh, <laughs> I'm, like, all over the map. I have so many, so many influences and, you know. <laughs> I, I try to get awesome. the best, the best from everybody. <laughs> it's just, yeah, and that's, a, and that's the way you have to be. Huh? And that's the way you have to be. You know, you when you look at all the different art, big artists out there, you're like, okay, take a little piece from there, little piece of that, little piece of that, and you make, you create yourself. Because you find yourself in each of those artists. Yeah, uh, totally. Yes, for sure. And it's a total. It's it's a completely different thing, you know, with every artist. So. Yeah. So what drives I mean, you? I, that yeah. was actually one of one of my uh, 2020 uh, resolutions. I'm like, I need to go see more concerts because it's like they're they're so expensive. You know, sometimes you think, oh my gosh, should I put my money into it? But then you're like, when when you get out of that concert, you feel like you feel rejuvenated. You feel so inspired, and you know, it, yeah. I I know if I go see Dolly perform, that I'll be crying the entire time. And I'll be like, <laughs> Yeah. You know, or, or Miranda or somebody that, you know, I'll, it'll just be incredible, you know. So that, that's my you know, I read, an, I read an article the other day that talked about the more concerts you go to, yeah, the healthier and longer you will live. I believe study. that. 100%. And then on top of that, here's the, here's the next cool thing. I also read an article about a study that the more you travel, the healthier you will be and the longer hmm. you will live. So let's combine traveling and going to concerts. Right. <laughs> Get double the pleasure there. Of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what drives yeah, you in, right now? What did you say? Sorry. So so what drives you right now? What drives me? Yeah. Um, I mean, my my passion for music is what is what drives me every single day. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's like even it's it's so hard for me to take a break, like take a vacation. Like I I went I went on vacation last week and I shot three videos while on vacation. You know, it's like I oh wow I I can take breaks, but I can never completely let go. It's like yeah. because it's such it's such a passion. It's it's so there. I'm like oh my gosh, but Jamaica's so beautiful. It's like I need to have a a video by the beach and on the rocks and you know it's like I can't let this go. Like this is such a great opportunity. You know what I mean? So, I'm I'm very lucky that my my sister um she was very very sweet and kind and took the time to take videos of me while in Jamaica. So. so um when you look back at your life right now, what are some moments? And I know I know which one one of them that's going to be, but I'm sure of it. But what are some moments where you're like, wow, I did that? Oh my gosh! Um, opening for Alan Jackson. <laughs> I knew that that was the one. I was like, I knew she didn't see that one. Yes, we were going to ask about that one. Absolutely. What was that like? Well, I've I've never done like I mean I've sang, I've sang, I've sung for that many people before, but it was like mm-hmm. the national anthem. It wasn't like you know doing mm-hmm. my own songs and getting to yodel and getting to just you know go crazy for for 20 minutes for that big of an mm-hmm. audience like it was it was incredible yeah. I was like I remember going up on that stage and I walked on the first the first night because we did two mm-hmm. shows on the road with him and the first night I was just like I was like nervous like I had and I, I'm not a nervous <laughs> person like I, I I've done so many shows now that you know I don't really get nervous for a show unless I'm not ready if I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know the material very well that's the only reason that I would get nervous you know but yeah. I, I knew the material. I was I was ready. And I was a little bit nervous. So I got up on stage and then I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is this is happening. Like this is all I've ever wanted for so long. Mm-hmm. And I looked out <laughs> and saw like it seemed like millions of people, you know. And I was uh-huh. just like, Oh my gosh And then it just kinda came to me like 
20 seconds after I started, I was like, no, Francelle, like this, this is what you've been wanting. Like, this is, this mm. is it. Like you have to give wow. your best show, you know, like, yeah. and all of a sudden I got like this light of like excitement and fun. And I was like, I got this, let's do it. You know, I had the, my boys with me, you know, the band that I love to play with. Yeah. And it was, it was just like, it was, it was amazing. So thrilling. That's like every time. Now, granted, it's a way smaller scale than that would be. But still, every time I get right before an interview, I get nervous. But once it starts, I'm like, this is what I've dreamed of doing. So it's like once right. it starts, we run. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the, the nerves, they just mean that you care. You know, you have so much – there's so much going for you, and you care so much for it to go well, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's good. I, I, I remember talking to a public speaker one time, and he made a good point. And, and again, it's, I would think that this would relay with artists too. But he said that even though he spoke to 50,000 people, he says, I still get butterflies before I go down the stage because there's so much responsibility when I yeah. what comes out of my mouth. He says, yeah. if, if the day ever comes where I have zero butterflies, it's time for me to quit. <laughs> interesting because he That's, said that yeah. when, when you get to that point then your downfall is coming close because you should you you got that responsibility like even with a sing even as a singer your responsibility right. is to move that crowd mm-hmm. music moves people music does things that nothing else can do i mean public public speakers can do a lot but i don't think they can do near as what music can do so when you get on that stage you're there to help people forget about life even if it's for that 20 minutes yeah and that takes a big responsibility so what are some a few other things that you've done where you're like wow i'm getting to do all this um i mean i guess you were on ted got talent um Oh wow! That was, that was pretty exciting. It was like ages ago. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was definitely amazing. I uh, got to perform for millions of people, and I guess playing in I play, I used to play in Las Vegas all the time because I I lived out in in Los Angeles, and I played Disneyland, mm-hmm. and you know those were all super fun stuff. Um, oh, and of course oh, wow. recording my first album in Nashville because I just moved to Nashville a couple of years ago, so. Uh, I used to live out in Canada where I'm from. Uh, so the first mm-hmm. time that I came here to record an album, that was like, you know, it, it was incredible. Nashville is amazing. And now that I live here, I every day <laughs> I still wake up. Every, every day I, I drive and see like, you know, the, the city, the skyline. I'm so oh, thankful. Wow. I'm like, wow, like I, I live here. You know, this is my hometown now. Like, I'm like, this is, it's, <laughs> It's incredible. It's a great feeling, and I just love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Nashville's been really, really good. So, for sure, yeah, cause it was a dream when it, I was a kid, and it still mm-hmm. is, you know, even now that I'm here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we're planning on moving to Nashville ourselves. Oh, really? I would totally recommend it. Where are you guys loca- located right now? Down in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, okay. Savannah, Georgia. Gotcha. Gotcha. My, my my only issue, to be honest, and I'll get over it, but my only issue is I'm a Georgia boy, been here all my life. Yeah. I don't like cold. Our our winters are not brutal at all. I mean, we're like in the seven, mid-70s right now. <laughs> okay, so what, what's the coldest that it gets to in the winter? Maybe in the 20s, well, a, a few nights but a year. Only, only a few times, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in, in the day, what's the regular temperature in the day, like on a cold winter day? 50s, Probably 60s. 50s. Every once in a while, 40s, but usually 50s. Right, right. <laughs> so, See, it's you know, so funny because I'm from Canada where I have, I, like when I was growing up as a kid, I had snow, you know, <laughs> taller, like twice as tall as I was. You know. Yeah. So yeah. for me, I'm like, wow, the winters are so easy. Like there's no <laughs> snow. You know. So for for well, me, well, it's big. Well, it's growing big. up, at one point, my dad was military, so for five years we were in Kansas, and it got. I mean, mm-hmm. there were times where we'd have six, seven feet snow drifts. We'd have fifty yeah. and sixty below zero wind chills. 
So I've been oh, yeah. in cold. I just haven't been in cold since like 12 years old of, the, of, of right. constant cold. I mean, I've been in cold, but not like a whole winter type thing. You know, but yeah, I'll, again, yeah. I'll, I'll get over it. You know, everything else that we've seen we love about Nashville, we've never visited yet, but we're planning on visiting this spring. Yes, so yeah. excited about that. Oh, cool. That, that's exciting, yeah. Yeah, and that, I, know, I think you guys would love it. You definitely need to move here. It's not too cold. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I think it's so mild. It's not cold at all. You just need a winter jacket. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we um, it's funny because people have asked us um, when we tell them that we're moving, we're going to for sure move to um Nashville. They're like, so um, you visited? No. How do you know you're gonna? How do you know you'll like it? Well, we 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 know that we've been called to be there. We, there's too many signs. God's given too many signs that we're supposed right. to mm-hmm. be up there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Because our our marriage was built on faith. Because we, Sandy and I, back in '02, met online, so we actually set a wedding date before we even met in person. Wow! And so wow, here it is. Incredible. We're doing. Here it is. We know we're moving to Nashville, and that was 17 yeah. years ago. So we've been married over 17. For how long? We've been married over 17 years now. Wow! Yeah. 17 years. Congratulations. Well, thanks. Oh, thank you. Time. Because yeah, we because we met in '02, and eight months late, and we only spent like 20 days in face to face together. Because she's in Kentucky, I was in, I was down here in Georgia. Right. So we spent not even 20 days face to face, but we just knew that this is what God had planned. And right. so many things have showed us through the years that yep, every direction that we've been to is definitely God inspired and all that. And here we are, 17 yeah. years later about to make the, one of the biggest moves of our life into Nashville to take that next because again everything that we're we're doing because what happened was we was planning on moving to Jacksonville but I couldn't create no type of good friendship it's like we, we go Jacksonville and Savannah a lot and I couldn't yeah. create friendships it seemed like and but here it is mm-hmm. God we kept getting connected with all these different Nashville people and finally yeah. I realized whoa 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 wait a minute God's been connecting us all through Nashville and I didn't even see it. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, it was right we, there the whole time. Because with and, New Country Bugs, we work with a lot here. of Do what? In Nashville, I mean, all the musicians and all the singers, I have to tell you, it's a great uh, big family. It's like yeah. everybody seems, everybody yeah. goes out of their way to help each other out. It's like, that is it, awesome. it's a beautiful thing. Like, I love being here because it's such a great <laughs> community. You know, people mm-hmm. are, are so happy and, and willing to, to help you out. Like, it's just, it's so beautiful. There's so much love going around, you know. Of course, <laughs> there's a little bit, there, there's competition, because there's competition everywhere. But yeah, yeah. there's so oh, yeah. great, wonderful people yeah. that come down here, you know. You so. know, for the, I've got a great Nashville story. Um, I guess about a month ago, I put on Facebook, and I was talking about Savannah. I was looking for local Savannah people. I was like, looking for an extra mic. If anybody has an extra mic. Um, here in Savannah, let me know for that would could be used for podcasting and stuff. And one of my Nashville friends private messaged me says, I've got an extra mic, what's your address and I'll mail it to you. Yeah. Is that not cool? Yes. And that's, <laughs> the thing, that's the kind of thing that they'll do. That's that's why it's it's beautiful. I love hearing that. So as we flip the su- switch here, we talked about some of the great things. Now and and of course I know you sent me some now what are some of the struggle side, because again, this is where I think our podcast, live podcast, radio show, whatever you want to call it, is a little different, everybody, because most people want to show all the fluff, fluff, and all that, but I want, when people listen, I want them to know the truth of what it really takes to make it out there, because before you take that step saying, I'm going to be a singer, or I'm going to be a musician, or I'm going to be even a business owner, it doesn't matter what profession, you know, what are some of the struggles that you've had to deal with trying to chase this dream? <laughs> I mean, I've I've literally lived through everything because I, I built a career in Canada and then moved it to L.A., built again <laughs> from, from zero, and then moved it to Nashville. So I've literally lived in trailer parks. 
I've, um, you know, slept in my car because I couldn't afford a hotel going down somewhere. Like, you know, it's, wow. it's, it's definitely, there's times where you don't have any money, you know, and in the industry, it's like, oh, you need videos, you need makeup, you need to have this, <laughs> you need to, you know, and everything costs money. And you're like, oh my gosh, like you can't even, you can't even pay rent and then let alone mm-hmm. trying to record an album, you know? So definitely the biggest struggles is, is making a living and, and keeping your head up high, you know, because sometimes <laughs> times would get, there were really, really tough times, you know, and mm-hmm. it, you just have to like stick to it. Like I, there's times where I would go to the dollar store and I needed a new spatula and I was like, I'm not sure if I can afford a $1 spatula this month. <laughs> like it, it was literally down to like dollars to like pennies. Like I was counting pennies to make sure that I could pay my rent and buy mm-hmm. some watermelon or whatever it was to, you know, <laughs> keep, keep going. So it's definitely, yeah. I would say if you're yeah. not willing to give it everything, do not uh-huh. do it. <laughs> you have to be willing to literally, you know, just live. You, you just have to be willing to give it your all because there's times where it gets really, really tough. And it's tough. Sometimes it's tough on, on your brain. You know, it's tough mentally. You're the balancing you, act. Of, huh? The balancing act of it. Yes. Yes. Because. Like they say, if you can't if you can't handle somebody saying no to you, um, mm-hmm. then don't do it. Because if you yeah. only knew how many times I would knock on a door and somebody would say no, or go in a competition mm-hmm. and lose, like you know what I mean? Like you just yeah. you have to be tough. You have to have, yeah. you know, mental toughness. enough confidence to not give up and keep going. You know, so it's it's and, and it's like also like you were saying the social media. It, it's been getting really big for me lately, but it also comes with a lot of bad comments. You know, people don't realize like the the bigger you get, the more like you'll you'll get negative comments as well. And sometimes it's tough. Yeah. You, you get tons of good comments, but sometimes you you focus on the wrong ones. You know, you're like, oh my yeah. god, like why, why would they mm-hmm. say that? You know, and you know yeah, you have to crazy. keep your head up and be like, no, look, this person liked it, and you know you have to focus on. Make sure you, you keep your head focused on the right things. And it's like you said, yes, you have to balance yourself out. Like my dad always said, life is a balance. And, you know, um, if, if it's time for you to take a break, you need to take a break. And, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah. So there's, so there's I, definitely I lots that, of hardships. I think the break part is the hard part for a lot of artists. Like even you said yourself, you, you, go, you, you go on vacation to take a break, but you're really not taking a break because you can't quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always feel like, oh, well, if I don't do something today, like I'm going to miss out on something, you know, it's <laughs> that's pretty much the head of a, a self-employed person. <laughs> Anybody who's trying to build a business from scratch, um, who's not working a nine to five job. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's, it's, it's different for when you work a nine to five job and go home, then you can just, you don't have to worry about your job. You know, you can just, yeah. Um, take the time, mm-hmm. but it, when you're self-employed trying to build a business, you're 24-7 uh, thinking about it, 24-7 thinking, what can I do to make this better, and what can I do here, and, yeah. you know, you're, you are, you're always, your mind is always going, you know, sometimes it's hard to sleep because your brain is going <laughs> at you know, 10,000 miles an hour, so. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, because again, building new country media, we're in the same boat, where we don't know where the next yeah. dollar sometimes is going to come from, and and yeah, I wake up thinking right. about first thing I wake up to. I think about okay, because because we were just going to do one show a week and it's going to be Fridays, but we realize there's too many artists, and we need to be consistent. So we have had to bump right. it up. So we decided to every day do a show. So now when I wake wow. up, it's like I have to because we're doing Monday. Basically, what we're doing is Monday and Tuesdays we have an art inter, interview artist. Thursdays and Fridays we interview artists, and then Wednesdays we just started a new segment called state of the music business where we bring in an executive on the on the business side of music in interview wow. them like our very first one was joe kelly from cdx nashville really awesome oh, interview cool. and then last week we had um trevor perkins from perkins publicity and then tomorrow we actually we got jill pavel from um nation's publicity so 
you know, we're trying to bring in different executives so that people can see both sides of it. Because again, it, no, no matter where you're at in music, it's hard. So we uh-huh. fully get it. Because again, like I said, I, I get up thinking about the interview I got to do that day. I get up thinking about what can I do on social media to go viral, even though I ain't never had one go viral yet. <laughs> what can I <laughs> do to get our um, count up with fans? What can I do to do this? I mean, so it's all day long, I'm always thinking, you know, like when we do our deliveries in the evenings, um, while we're dr- driving, we're talking about what our plans for new country media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. While doing the side gig. And we've also yeah. got a 10-month or 11-month-old little girl, and we're homeschooling an 8-year-old little boy. So pretty busy. Oh, wow. So it's been hectic. Yeah. <laughs> so we definitely get where you're coming from on the whole struggle side. And as we move into the next segment of this, we're going to take a small little break. And then when we come back from the break, we'll play your song, and then we'll talk about it. And i got to be honest. The first time I, when you sent me the song, I was in tears by the end because my stepmom just passed away about a week oh, or two yeah. ago or something like that. So that mm-hmm. song just drove me to the ground <laughs> in a good way, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, moved, it, it moved me when I get supposed to. Um, but like I said, we'll take a small break, and then we'll get back to you on after the song. Okay. Hey, everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called the Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check.
But, you know, if they do that, which I don't think they've done it quite yet, I'm not sure when the actual date starts. I think that a lot of their airing is done like months in advance. So, of course, it's not there yet. But but when they do start it, women really, and I think you've got a good shot at this, women really need to push this year. Because think about it. um, Country music has let so many men through and so few women that if they really do a 50-50 split on videos, there's going to be a gap of at least 15 to 20 spots for women right? because yeah. they, because they can't, they can't play Miranda and Carrie and all that over and over and over to equal the guys yeah. because then people get sick of them. Yeah. <laughs> so there's going to be spots available. And I believe that this could be the year that, that at least 15 or 20 more women because of that one decision breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm actually gearing up to record an EP, uh, this winter. So we're, we're mm-hmm. getting going. I'm so excited because it's been a long time since I've recorded new music. So oh, I'm wow. super excited. Got tons of great songs that I wrote and co-wrote with friends. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really, really excited to get those, <clears throat> get those going because mm-hmm. yeah, when, when you go in the studio and, you know, hear those musicians, they really bring your songs to life. And I'm just so excited for that moment, you know? That is awesome. So yeah. if you could, this, this is kind of a two-part question. And most people have heard the first part. I don't know anybody that's ever asked the second part. If you could co-write with any any artist, dead or alive, who would it be, and what and what would your song be about? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm not sure what the song would be about, but I've always <laughs> wanted to to write with Willie. Oh wow, that would be cool. I oh, always yeah. make jokes at, at like I I play all the time here in Nashville. You know, sometimes I would play four or five times, sometimes six times a week, and I, every time I would sing a Willie Nelson song, I would make a joke um, saying he's my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I said, but he he just doesn't know it yet, you know. So I'd be like, uh-huh. is there anybody out there? <laughs> anybody out there who's met Willie Nelson, who have his phone number or something like that? Um, that was, you know. there you go. Because I, I just love now, his vibe. And, of course, I love his writing and, you know, everything mm-hmm. about him. So I've I've always wanted to, yeah, hang out and write with Willie Nelson for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Now earlier, earlier you said your most supportive people. Because one of my questions was going to be who's your most supportive person behind you, but you kind of already answered that. But I'll take it one step further. Since you said your parents were has been the most supportive behind you, tell us a parent story. Something that they that you let's give some props to your parents. Something that they've done that they really didn't have to that would that helped your career. <laughs> um, basically everything. Um, like when I used to live in Canada, I used to make a living back there, back home. And I would play maybe three shows a week and they Mm. would be from 10 PM until 2 AM. And my parents never missed a show. They would come to every single show until 2 AM. And then my dad would wake up to go to work (laughs) at like five or six. Oh, wow. So, yeah. My parents are incredible. There's nothing that they haven't done. When, I mean, same goes for, you know, my family, my brother and sister. And, of course, I mean, my husband. My husband, he's there mm. every single step of the way. So. Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, awesome. But, yeah, one of the like, things what have that... they not done? I mean, they brought me to Nashville <laughs> to record albums. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, anytime I need their help, they literally – quit stop what they're doing and they help me with whatever I need like they're just there for every everything you would Mm -hmm. think I pay them a huge salary but (laughs) it's a huge huge salary of love (laughs) there you go right yeah because talking to a lot of artists that we do one thing that we've noticed and and if this is the sad part is in most cases parents are not behind a singing career because they think they should be a doctor or lawyer and all that yeah, And it's so sad because I've got friends of mine that I've sat down with who's been a doctor for, say, 15 years. And, I've got, and, and this ain't just one person. I've, I know a handful of people that's in this same position where we're talking, and they're like, I'm miserable. And I'm like, what do you mean yeah. you're miserable? 
It's like yeah. I've been doing this career for 15 years. I feel like it's a dead-end career. It's like you're a doctor or a lawyer <laughs> or nurse or, or whatever. And they're like, no, that, that's no. This is not my passion. It's like, what do you mean it's not your passion? They're like, this is not the route I wanted to go. It's like, well, why would you go this route? Oh, my parents pushed me this way. So now they're miserable 15 years yeah. into their career. And their parents did, and their parents is all bragging to, oh, my kid's a doctor, my kid's a nurse, my kid's this, my kid's that. And they're miserable. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, I always like to make sure I bring stuff like that on this show. I'm just hoping that sometimes a parent will be listening and say, you know what? I need to rethink <laughs> what I do. Because yes. I think I, if your kid's got talent, even if they don't got talent, support them. You know what? When when, when they realize they ain't got talent, the day will come and they'll and they'll move somewhere else. And you just be their shoulder when when they crash and burn, not the mm-hmm. I told you so shoulder. Just no, you know, no, no, no. <laughs> and but yeah, it, it, it frustrates me. I'll be honest, because you know I've been kind of an outcast all my life. And now my parents have always supported me, but family outside of that, nope, never supported me in anything. I've been the outcast, like a Willie Nelson type person, but <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, but, you know, we're here. We're doing something that none of them will never do, so it don't matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I was raised I was raised in a way to be happy, you know, that the most important mm-hmm. thing was to be happy. It doesn't matter how much money you make or what, you know, the mm-hmm. most important thing is that when you wake up in the morning, you're happy to wake up. That's kind of how I was raised. And which was it was really good too because my entire family they're they're not really mm. into music they like like my dad yeah. builds houses my mom sells houses <laughs> oh wow you know um, and my brother and my sister are kind of in the same business real estate as well as like um, uh, insurance restoration stuff like that mm-hmm. so I'm like really the weird one in the family um, <laughs> but they're all like they're all self-employed so they've all yeah. built a business from from scratch you know so. That's that's really great because I grew up in a business family, you know. So I mm-hmm. learned like growing up this the sides the, the you know how hard it is and how it can take five years to build a business from scratch and, yeah, and exactly. you know, sometimes it'll take ten years and it's it's not easy but you you just you know you, you can't give up you have to keep going and I was taught all the good things about because you can't just be a singer you I mean yeah. There's a lot to it that's that's music and it's passion and yes you you move people and but there's a whole mm-hmm. business side to it you know yeah, like you gotta learn time. how to book shows you gotta learn how to be a professional in the industry you gotta learn how to present yourself and you uh-huh. know shoot videos shoot it's like you're wearing so many hats as an artist you and know at an independent and at the beginning you're doing it all yeah exactly <laughs> so you have to become <laughs> you know, an expert in every domain you know it's not it's not just the singing and music part, you know, I don't have somebody shooting my videos, so I have to learn about lighting, I have to learn about video, um, mm-hmm. you know, I have to learn about booking shows, and marketing myself, and doing social mm-hmm. media, and, you know, so a lot of my day sometimes is, is I, you know, sometimes I don't get to sing, because I'm, yeah. I'm working on the business side of things, you know, so, yeah, it's very important yeah. to it's like I said, you have to give it your all because there's so many other sides to the music business. I mean, there is the music business that you have to take care of as well. You know, it doesn't happen by itself. And I think you're doing it right because um, when we interviewed Joe Kelly with CDX Nashville, he was, we were talking about this whole issue of late labels and all that. Cause in this day and time, unless you have a certain amount of base, a label won't even think about signing you anyway. But he said right. that even if a label wanted to sign you, you're screwed if you say yeah. He says you've got yes. no bargaining power. He said okay. that he was saying that wait until you build a base to where you're profiting around $100,000 yeah. a year mm-hmm. or more. He says when you get to that point where you've got that kind of base because, like you said, all your money now is in, in shows and merchandise. He says when you get there – now, if they mm-hmm. label comes, you've got a bargaining tool to where you can actually have a deal that works for you and not for the not just the label. Yeah. And I think yeah, you're no, on the exactly. right track with all that. Yeah, you have to build because it, it, you're exactly right. Um, um, yeah, I went into Sony last year, and that was that was the thing. You know, if if you come in with not not a lot of following, then they're going to give you the worst uh, deal that they can, you know, and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily 
for you to sign that because then you're stuck in that deal for a while. So it's, and you're usually it's so stuck true. for five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and they can even make you not, and they can even if they get mad at you, can say nope, you can't even sing now until the contract yeah. ends. Yeah. <laughs> you know. They can bend you. I've 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 heard scary stories in L.A. where. Um, you know, they sign a bunch of people because they're similar to another singer, and then they just bench them. So they just wow. sign them because they don't want them to be a competitor to another singer. Oh, wow. So, that's the first time I heard that, but that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a scary part of, of labels, you know, because then you're, you're, you're stuck for for five years because you're not allowed to do anything on your own. And they won't do anything for you, so it's then you kind of lose five years of your life. So it's it can be really really tricky and really scary. That's why it's like you have to be very careful once you enter enter that world. Make sure that yeah. you know it's the right one. You know. So. But like Joe Kelly said, he said that we're in the season of independence. He says, in because yes. of the tools that are out there with social yeah. media and all that and all the internet tools. He says there's yep. no reason that your average artist who can sing can build a base where they're making six figures now. So you, he said years ago you couldn't do that on your own. No. He says now no. you can do that because yeah. of the tools. He says, but you've got to be consistent. See, that, that's, that's where you've been so consistent because, like you said, mm-hmm. six months mm-hmm. is when things have exploded. Mm-hmm. But before that, you weren't getting hardly no traction It's because you've been oh, yeah. so consistent. Yeah, and I've been doing videos for years, you know, I would release on YouTube and not not get anything, you know, and I would work so hard. And that's why it's like, you need to never give up because my dad says, and my mom, it's like, if you don't, if you, there's no way that you won't be successful if you put that much work into it. It's like, you have to keep working and eventually it'll, it'll happen, you know? Yeah. So and because, that's what I do. And because, I just work hard every single day. And, and because we're like a family to... show, huh? um, we, we like that. And because we're a family show, we always allow our little eight-year-old to ask one question, so he's going to come on and ask you one question. Okay. We try to keep we, – we, we involve him, and when Caitlin gets old enough, we'll involve her, and he kind of wants to have his own podcast one day too. He <laughs> does. Yes, here he is. This is Christopher. Oh, uh, hi, Sam. What's your favorite food? My favorite food. Oh my gosh! Um, my favorite food. I I love so many foods. Um, but I love I love fruits. Like I love juices and um, oh chocolate. I love chocolate. I love Belgian Belgian and Swiss chocolate. Oh my gosh, so much. And what about you? you? What's your favorite food? Uh, pizza. Pizza? I kind of knew you were going to say that. It's so. Weird. <laughs> He could eat pizza, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I bet you can. I bet you can. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we always try to involve him so that so we run all this from home and everything. We do. And, and he has to be quiet for this hour, hour and 15 minutes or so that we do these shows. So yeah, right. we give him the honor. It's like, look, if you can be quiet, you can actually – Ask a question. <laughs> yeah. And he loves it. He loves music so much, and, and he loves just being a part of all this. Oh, that's so great. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, rem- I remember when Sandy was pregnant with him, she always says she would play music by her belly, country music, and all this. My bo- she, when, once we found out as a boy, she, my boy's going to love country music. Uh-huh. He loves country music. It worked. <laughs> yes, it it's in the womb. He would always kick when the country song came on. He would move around, kick, and he still loves it to this day. Uh, <laughs> that's great. So what advice would you give an artist just starting out? Because since you know the road and how rough it is, what advice would you give an artist coming up? Um, I would say work hard. Never give up because eventually you'll make it there because everybody else gives up. That's good advice. That's really good about the eventually you'll make it. You know, like with what we do at New Country Media, there's a lot of people trying to do what we do. But mm-hmm. I don't know any of them that would be willing to go a year and three months of making zero income <laughs> and still pursuing yeah. it. So yeah. 
we know that if we outlast everybody, the day will come when yep. sponsors come. We have the money mm-hmm. to, to build up. We just got to outlast everybody. Yep. So we're, you know, if you, if you had a magic wand and you could wave it and your next answer would come true without a doubt, where would you want to be in five years? I, I mean, I have a vision board. There's so many things. There's so many things I All want right. to do in five years. I'm looking at it right now. I want to sing. I have a big picture of the Grand Ole Opry stage. I want to sing at the Grand oh, wow. Ole Opry. I want to go on the road with, with someone, I mean, like Alan Jackson, or I want to do stadium shows all year long. I want to play my original songs. I want to record them and release them. And I want, I want the audience to be able to sing them back to me because that's an incredible <laughs> feeling. When I mean, just, just downtown when people come up and they, they request one of your original songs because they heard you play it like, you mm-hmm. know, it's not even out. Like I haven't even released the song, but because they heard me play yeah. it two months ago, they come and request mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like you remember my song? Like, you know, it's an incredible feeling. So, <laughs> that, so if people singing it back to you, I mean, that's even – that's even crazier, even oh, more wow. wonderful. So yes, same as Kelsey. I want a Kelsey Ballerini. I want to be on the road, yeah. do stadium shows, and play Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So I don't. So I don't miss anything. If you were asking yourself a um, a question, what would you ask you that I have not asked? If I were to ask myself a question. That I have not asked, what would it be? Um, oh my gosh! Sometimes these are interesting. I tell you. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, haven't thought about that. What's a question that maybe nobody asks you that you wish they would? That that might be a better way to work this. Um. That I wish they would. Um, I guess, um, I don't know, what's what's a a cool, quirky thing that I can do? (laughs) (laughs) There you go, we asked it, so what is it? What's What's a quirky thing that you do? That is yodeling. Oh, well. Do it for us real quick. Uh-huh. You should know that's coming. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to move away a little bit from the from the telephone so I don't blast you okay. guys. Okay. That was awesome. So cool. <laughs> Love it. You can you, you can say you're the first person to yodel on the Chris and Sandy show. Yes. That's right. Yes. I Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell everybody how they can reach you. Let, let's do a little self promotion um, now. Yeah, so everything, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> YouTube, uh, it's all under Fran Cell Music. Um, and then I also have FranStellMusic.com. And, yeah. That is awesome. And yep. we loved having you on here. You were awesome. Well, thank you so much. I loved being on the show. You guys were really great conversation, and I really enjoyed it. It was fun, really fun. That's what we That's what we like to hear. Oh, we, we, wanna, we just wanted to be conversation. <laughs> we don't want it to sound like an interview, yeah. even though it is. We want it to be just a conversation, a dialogue between three people. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So four people. That's right, Christopher. Can't forget Christopher. Yep, oh, four. Yep, can't forget him. We I can't already forget, forget him. him. <laughs> yeah, he's a part of it too. He loves it. <laughs> but we look forward but yeah, to having no, you it back. Was, yeah. That's definitely what it felt like. It was really easy and smooth, and it was just a conversation, like like friends talking. So I loved it. That's all. Awesome. Oh, we that's did we too. Wanna, that's what we want to hear because that's our goal. Yes. 
So thank you guys and so much for having me. Appreciate it. No I problem. We look forward thank to you maybe for in being six on months. The show. We look forward maybe in three to six months having you back and seeing whether the updates have happened since things are exploding for you right now. Of course. I mean, I can't wait to talk about my new EP. So once I, oh, yes. once I get in the studio and get all that recorded, I'll have, I'm sure I'll have tons to talk about. So I'm excited. That'll be awesome. We'll get you back oh, we on almost wait. around that time. Yeah. Great. That sounds great. That sounds fantastic. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank take you. care. Mm-hmm. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.